What's up, everybody? I hope you've all been well. What I want to talk about in this podcast is a common concern a lot of guys address to me about test replacement therapy and the need to possibly go on test replacement therapy because their levels are low or their levels are not returning. And I get a lot of guys that tell me, well, I I don't want to have to be on this stuff the rest of my life. And, you know, I, I don't want to do that. And guys, my honest response to that concern and that question is like why wouldn't you want to be okay like it's 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 really no different than a woman who goes through menopause and gets on progesterone and maybe a little test and and goes through like bioidentical hormone replacement therapy they do this so they can feel normal so they can still have a libido so they can still be um, you know a normal functioning person and not irritable and in a bad mood and the same can be said for guys with low test Low test can make you irritable. It can give you a lot of anxiety and no drive and no energy. You're very depressed. You don't see the meaning in life. The testosterone in a man's body is really so much more than just an erectile thing, a sex drive thing. It's It's the mainframe control center for a man's body, really, is testosterone. So, you know, when you run across these middle-aged guys, or even some young guys now, I mean, there's guys in their 20s that their test levels are like rock bottom. And this can happen for any number of reasons. They could have used stuff before several times that have driven them into the ground and they're just not coming back and recovering. There's anti-anxiety medications that can do this. Uh, Stress can do this. Uh, Diet can do this. Some of these things are recoverable and you don't need it, and some of them aren't, okay? So when I train anybody, one of the first issues I try to get out of the way is, what are your hormone levels? Because the last thing I want are people pissing in the wind, busting their asses to try to get results when really the results are going to be very, very mediocre because their hormones just aren't right. Uh, So that's the first thing that I try to get out of the way. Like, I'm not going to give anybody this, like, these hopes and dreams that they can just train harder and eat great and just um, have a great body when the hormones just don't want to work right. So the thing with uh, testosterone replacement is you, you really, you do have to know what you're getting into first off, okay? There are some precautionary measures that you need to take. Like when I got on my TRT, the first thing that my doctor put me on was simvastatin. Inevitably, the cholesterol was going to get a little out of whack. The good cholesterol is going to go down. The bad cholesterol is going to go up. And although I only take 200 milligrams of test a week on a normal basis, when you do this over a prolonged period of time, there are some precautionary measures that you need to take. Okay, this may not happen for a couple of years. You could run it a couple of years. You may be fine. And then it can get to a point where you need to start donating blood to keep your hematocrit in check. Your hematocrit is the level of thickness of your blood, the viscosity of your blood. When the blood gets too thick, then you run a risk higher risk of stroke, higher risk of heart attack, and we want to stay away from that. So there are precautionary measures that you need to take when you do this, and that is why I am against self-TRT for the the long term. Uh, Now, if you need to do it for maybe a little bit until you can get to a doctor or uh, however you need to do it the right way, then that's one thing. But inevitably, you're going to need to go to a doctor to make sure that you're doing it the right way, to make sure you get regular blood labs done, and you know what's what. So uh, that's that's number one. Do I think it's a bad thing? I really don't. I don't. I used to think like that. I used to think like a lot of you. Ah, I don't want to be on this stuff the rest of my life. Well, here's the other. Here's the alternative. Do you want to feel like shit the rest of your life? Do you want to live like everybody else 
and have no energy, no libido, no positive outlook on life, your workouts suck, and you simply exist, all right? You no longer feel like a winner. And what I want you to understand is when the chemicals in your body and in your brain aren't right, you don't just have the motivation to say, yeah, I'm going to start killing the gym and I'm going to start eating right. And it, you're depressed. You can't get the wheels in motion. Sometimes it takes a little bit of testosterone to make you start feeling better and feel like you're on top of the world and kicking ass again. And a lot of times, man, you don't realize how half empty the glass really was until you do this and get on TRT. So um, uh, a couple things about TRT. A lot of doctors are afraid of it. Okay, Most family practitioners are really not going to be the best route to go to for TRT. Maybe there's some that are a little proactive about it. And there's some areas where they're a lot more proactive about it, like anti-aging and, you know, test replacement. And the doctors are very liberal about it. And some of them understand it. And then you have that those old school doctors that oh no no it's bad you know it's it's uh you, know, you can suffer all these things heart attacks and you know all this and it's just it's just simply not true if you take the right, right precautionary measures I mean look at guys like Sylvester Stallone and uh, I'm sure there's a couple other examples there's, there's several examples he's just a he's celebrity so I figure you know who I'm talking about this guy's over 70 years old and he's training his ass off. He's still a very productive person in movie production and acting. The guy's killing it, man. I mean, you can't tell me that TRT is giving him a bad life. You can't tell me that growth hormone is giving him a bad life. It's absolute bullshit. But, you know, the media and society wants to put it in your head that, like, you're, some, just, you're just some kind of junkie because you're using this stuff. Oh my God, he's taking a medication where he's got to stick a freaking needle in his ass every week. It's terrible. Now, some doctors are going to want you to come in there once every two weeks for like a 100 milligram shot or maybe a 200 milligram shot. Some of them will have you come in there every three weeks. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. You want to find a doctor that lets you do it on your own at home once a week, okay? This is the best route to go. So I would look for an endocrinologist or a doctor who specializes in anti-aging. Somebody like this, do your research. Even if you have to drive an hour to go see this doctor once every three months or every six months, it's worth it. Like like my doctor, I see him every six months. And um, very cool guy. Very great guy. Knows his stuff. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, I take lisinopril. I take five milligrams a day of lisinopril. And I, my lisinopril, I've never had a blood pressure issue ever. My lisinopril is a kidney protectant. It doubles as a kidney protectant. My simvastatin is to try to keep my cholesterol is in check as best as possible. Is my cholesterol perfect? No. But my blood pressure has always been good. I take uh, Cialis, so that helps lower blood pressure. It's heart healthy. It helps with the whole epithelial vasodilation effect. It makes for great gym pumps. I take that. And I take levothyroxine or T4 because my thyroid came in low for about three or four different blood tests. Over the course of about a year and a half, uh, my thyroid kept coming in low. And when you have a low thyroid, you sort of have all the same symptoms of low testosterone. Not all of them, but a lot of them. You know, just the no, no energies there. You kind of wonder what's going on. It's like, well, wait a minute. I got tests and I still kind of don't feel on the up and up. So I finally was, I suggested it to him. I was like, hey man, listen, can we try some Synthroid and see if I don't start feeling better? 
I started having a little bit more trouble losing body fat. It was like I was dieting just as hard as I used to, and it just wasn't coming off at the same rate. I guess part of that's due to aging as well, but you know what? I got on level thyroxin, and life was better. So, you know, it, it's, it's a nice thought to think that it can all be done natural, and you can go to these, like, you know, homeopathic doctors that want to put you on this this shit that doesn't work. I, the placebo effect is strong, man. I think through, like... Uh, through like different research studies, like clinical studies, there's a 30% improvement just from the placebo effect alone. So I can't discredit that. But at the end of the day, let's be real. Sometimes you just need something. And as we age, we are we are in a world now, in my opinion, where people that are like on average 40 to 60 years old are in better shape and more positive and living a more quality life than people half of their age. Something's seriously wrong with, with what's going on with people. The problem, I mean, I think statistics are showing that the health problems with kids in their 20s are going to lead to premature deaths before the middle-aged crowd right now. And that's, that's going to be a trend you're going to start seeing very, very soon, if not already. Now, when it comes to test replacement, okay, let, let's just start with the basics. Some of the symptoms of low testosterone is obviously lack of sex drive, erectile dysfunction, uh, lethargy, uh, depression, and just like like I said before, just like a, you just don't have a sense of purpose. You're just kind of floating through life. Uh, the workouts kind of go to shit. The recovery sucks. And a lot of people with low testosterone, they will try their best to get in the gym and they can be in the gym for a couple of weeks. And then it's just inevitably they're like, fuck it, man. I just feel like shit and it's not happening. And a lot of people, they just, for whatever reason, like some people, they even know what the issue is. They know what the problem is and they refuse to seek help. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to take an injection the rest of my life. No. Well, what's the alternative? You, you, you feel like shit the rest of your life. All right now, I don't know about like, I th- as far as I'm, as far as I know, we have one life to live. Okay, I mean, I don't really believe in reincarnation. And if you come back as a fucking cat, I doubt you're going to be needing testosterone. Anyway, yeah, one life to live, man, and, and it's up to you whether you want to live it poorly, or whether you want to live it, you know, um, positively. So my advice is, if you fall in this category. And keep in mind that a lot of guys after the age of like 35, even as young as 30, the test levels can start falling off anyway. So let's say you're like a 45-year-old guy, 50-year-old guy, and your test levels come in. You're 700. You're great, man. You don't need to do shit. You're great. And you know what? I It'd be great to be you. If you're 35 or 40 years old or 60 years old or whatever and you go get a hormone panel pulled, and your test level is 200 nanograms per deciliter or 100 nanograms per deciliter, then guess what, pal? You need some help, and you ain't coming back. All right? So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's TRT in a nutshell. All right? So the biggest things you need to watch out for on TRT are the cholesterol. Um, the, the liver values can get slightly out of whack, but liver values... Liver values are going to come in high. Like liver enzymes are going to come in out of whack just from hard weight training alone because the liver is processing more waste from the lactic acid and everything else that's go, that uh, is going on in your body. 
Uh, so, I mean, if you're, let's say there's, there's two different uh, liver values. You got like your uh, ALT, your AST. If they come in 40 points high, it's not a big deal. It really isn't a big deal. Mine have come in like 40 points high on average for the past 10 years. And I've had some doctors that didn't know their ass from a hole in the ground freak out. And they don't know that I know that these numbers get into the thousands when there's a problem, like hepatitis or, you know, cirrhosis or whatever. These numbers get very, very high, okay? They're not coming in at like 70 or 90. They're coming in at like 3,000, all right? But, you know, some of these doctors, they want to talk to you like, oh, man, this is a big cause for concern. I don't like the way your liver values look. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. All right. I get it, man. I understand that you're, you know, you want to look out for everybody and you want to, you want to treat everybody the same. I mean, it's the same with kidney values, man. If you work out, sometimes your kidney values come in and, and they'll be like, oh man, you might be in stage two or stage three renal kidney failure. Well, they're not considering they're looking at a bodybuilder. All right. So there's a little more to the basic kidney values than, than just, um, looking at like the bun and the nitrogen and the, uh, you almost have to look at the, the um, like a 24-hour creatine clearance test where uh, you basically piss in a jug for 24 hours and, and they see how much protein you're excreting in your urine, okay? That's a lot more specific. And, and so if you're a bigger guy, you're very muscular, you, you can't, don't look at some of this blood work and be freaked out. If like uh, the bun, uh, it's called bun, which is like a, um, nitrogen level that's a little high uh it's it's not an issue mine almost always comes in high if the creatinine is a little high maybe a cause con for concern but it's not necessarily like a primary indicator that like you're in kidney failure all right and and, and chances are with just trt and even cycling once or twice a year or whatever that's probably not going to be an issue. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've been gearing for probably 20 years. The first four or five, it was on and off. And then it was kind of mostly on. And then I came off for six months when I was 27, 27, 28 years old. Uh, wife got pregnant and had her tubes tied. And uh, that was like the green light of the drag strip. It's like, gear up, dude. <laughs> you know, that, that, uh, that issue's done with. And... You have, a, you have a child, and uh, it's time to go. So got on uh, TRT, went to the doctor. Now, getting to a point to get on TRT is miserable, all right? Because one of two things has either got to happen. Either you're low already and you feel like shit anyway, or you're crashing from a, a, a cycle, like you've kind of self-induced it. And... I know this is probably advice that most people aren't going to tell you, but a, a good doctor goes by the patient's symptoms, not solely the number. So somebody could be like uh, 400 nanograms. Like let's say the average scale for your test level, I believe is like for a normal test level is like 250 nanograms to I believe 850 or 900. But now there's a new scale that goes from like 250 to say like 1100. Well, some guys will come in at like 300 or like 400. And they're in that gray area. When you're in that gray area, you have a couple choices. You can drive yourself into the dirt and run a cycle, wait about six or eight weeks, don't use any post-cycle therapy, feel like shit, and just deal with it. Then go to the doctor and get your hormone panel pulled, and then you qualify for test replacement therapy. Honestly, that's what I did. 
All right. I, I knew I probably wouldn't come back anyway. I, at the time, I was coming off a gram a week of test, which, you know, in, in retrospect was too high. I would never run a gram a week again. I think it put on a bunch of bloat, a bunch of just, just shit weight. But that's where I was at. And it takes some time for these levels to dwindle. I was using Testinante, which has a fairly long half-life. I went in for my first hormone panel probably five or six weeks after getting off. And I felt horrible. I felt horrible because I was crashing. My levels were probably coming down from three or 4,000 nanograms, which is like, you know, four times the normal amount of testosterone level on the high end of a scale. And I was crashing. So at the time when I got my levels checked, I came in at 700. The doctor's like, nah, man, you're fine. And I'm thinking, well, Jesus, man, I'm just, I'm just recovering quick then. Well, no, it just got worse from there. All right. I gave it about another three or four weeks. And I was recommended to another doctor who wasn't a family practitioner and specialized in this stuff. And he did my blood draw. I came back in and he said, you know why you feel like shit? He said, your levels are 89, 89 nanograms. He goes, you're nothing. He goes, all right, we're going to put you on TRT. I was like, hallelujah, hallelujah. I get tests from the pharmacy. I used to walk into a pharmacy to try to get syringes. They'd look at me like a look at me like a junkie. Now I walk in there, my gold gym tank top on, and I'm like, hey, here for my test. And they're like, you good on needles? Do you need needles? <laughs> they even write it down on the script. Needles? Question mark. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll take a box. I'll take a box of 123 gauge. All right. Have a good day. All right. We'll see you next month. Great. So, uh, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. And, um, and the great thing about TRT, I'll tell you, you hold the muscle easy. Like when you do cycle cycle, let's say when you go beyond just the normal TRT and you cycle cycle, doesn't take much gear. It doesn't, man. You could just jump on, let's say, 200, 300 milligrams of DECA. You could jump on, let's say, 400 milligrams of EQ. I mean, and usually, honest to God, most of my, my cycles is just my TRT and one other compound because I just don't need it anymore. A, I'm at that point where I can run all the shit in the world. I don't gain that much anyway, right? I could run a huge site. I, run, I could run two grams a week of shit, and I might put on 10 pounds. Or I could just run a little bit, look great, be healthy, and stay big. Stay big. I mean, even if I'm just on TRT alone, I hold the size. So that's one of the other benefits of TRT. You get away from this yo-yo effect, you know, this teeter-totter where you're on... You get in size, you feel great, you come off, you crash, you're just waiting for the next cycle, you feel like shit, your skin breaks out because your hormones are all over the place. That's another thing. I hear a lot of guys say, well, how come the pro bodybuilders don't have acne? How come? Because they're on test all the time. They have a stable hormonal environment. They don't go through these periods where the test crashes, the estrogen rises, and they break out. It's kind of like a chick that's getting ready to get her period, man. They break out in her face. They break out. It's a hormonal thing. Acne is a hormonal thing all the way. I used to get terrible acne. When I cycled on and off, my back was all broken out. It looked like shit. You know, sometimes I didn't want to take my shirt off. So uh, that's another advantage. You get clear skin, all right? You don't go through these ups and downs, especially... Uh, not, not even physically, emotionally. You don't go through these crashes, right? So that's another advantage of it. So now, uh, one thing I want to mention is if you are in a range, if you're a gray area guy, when I say gray area, I mean your test levels come back. Let's say you're 400 nanograms you're, or, or 500. 
you're not at the the top of the scale for you know your testosterone levels, but you're not necessarily rock bottom where you need TRT. There is a proactive method to slowly adjust your hormones and get them in the right ratio, and that is Red PCT 2.0. That is the best number one supplement that you could take to get your test levels up a little bit and get your estrogen down. And this is the this is usually going to be the case with a guy who might be a little bit overweight who's falls in this category where he's not really performing his best, but he's not totally in the dirt and he's on the fence. He doesn't know whether to use something organic with all natural ingredients uh, that can that can slowly raise a test. And I say, is it going to throw you like a thousand nanograms uh, per deciliter? No, but it may raise you a couple hundred points and then lower the estrogen, get you in the right ratio to start performing better in the gym and looking better cosmetically. Okay. Red PCT 2.0 by Red Supplements. That's the route I would go if you fall in this category. And a lot of guys that fall in this category are guys that are going to be between the age of 25 and uh, 55, 60 years old. All right. Everybody's different. Some people might need test replacement therapy. If a guy comes to me and is like, hey, man, my test is 90 uh, nanograms, then I'm going to be like, hey, dude, you need TRT. But if a guy is a gray area guy who's, you know, 350, 450, 550, whatever, then I would say, hey, man, you know, this is a slow and steady approach to use this supplement. Uh, it's proven through people's blood work that the estrogen levels come in lower after using this. Uh, a lot of guys, they might have an estrogen range that's, that's uh, I believe the cutoff, I can't remember the unit of measurement, but like the cutoff's like 50. It's like uh, five or 10 to 50 is the number. Some guys might be like 80 or 100, especially overweight guys. Overweight guys, guys with a gut, uh, usually have higher estrogen because the male body holds most estrogen and adipose tissue in the abdomen. So most of the time, if I see a guy like with a gut, I know his estrogen's a little bit high. Usually, 90% of the time, his estrogen's high. So this person would benefit highly from running Red PCT 2.0, okay? And I mentioned Red PCT 2.0 because that's the supplement that I am the most familiar with. Uh, that is a supplement that will get that estrogen down. That, and when you can lower the estrogen, guess what? You get leaner looking. Uh, when you can raise the test a couple hundred points, you are more anabolic. You can get stronger. Muscle mass is a fat metabolizer. Between an estrogen lowering effect and a fat metabolizer effect from slowly increasing testosterone, you can change your look. You can look good. You can go this route for a while. All right. But like I said, I'm going to make no bones about it. If your test level is low, clinically low, all right, then you need TRT. Now, I explain a lot of this in my ebook, straight, or I'm sorry, not the, not the Straight from the Underground is the gearbook. The ebook, No Bullshit Bodybuilding. No Bullshit Bodybuilding, when I wrote that, I was, um, it's like, think of it as your exit plan, okay? Like for me, I used to compete in bodybuilding. I used to run cycle after cycle. I went through the ups and downs. I got to a point where I'm like, man, I still want to be motivated to train. I don't have the same goals at hand, but I want to do it healthy. I, like, I want to be healthy. 
And what can I do to stay healthy, to take these proactive measures to, to pay closer attention to my health and still kick ass and still look good? So that is like an exit plan. Like you're no longer in a cycling heavy, but you want to live a quality life. You want to be lean. You just want to, you want to remain youthful and energetic. And that is no bullshit bodybuilding, right? It's the JDB Advanced Bible for Health and Fitness. That's what that ebook is. I talk about uh, compounds that stack well with TRT. I, I talk a little bit about that. I talk about HGH a little bit. I don't get into the full-blown heavy cycles, like the cycle cycles, like for the, the, the guys trying to pack on like you know 20 pounds of muscle mass. That's in straight from the underground. Straight from the underground is like the hardcore guide with the cycle templates. And uh, I talk about like the injection techniques, uh, problems with infections, what to do if you have an infection, troubleshooting, uh, pretty much everything somebody would need to know to go from ground zero to great. All right. And um, so, I, yeah, I just explain a lot like the, those two ebooks are different, like they're kind of apples and oranges. But for the exit plan guy, the guy who is a lifelong bodybuilder, lifelong fitness enthusiast, wants to remain healthy, knows that, look, performance enhancement is part of it. Uh, I would recommend no bullshit bodybuilding. All right. And if you're in the gray area, try uh, Red PCT 2.0. Try it out. And guys, like I said, always a good idea to get the blood work done and really know what's what, okay? I can guesstimate what somebody would need to do. Like if they say, hey man, I think my estrogen might be high, then I would say, well, try the red PCT 2.0 and see if you start feeling any better. So uh, that's kind of where I'm going here. Um, you know, but TRT, it's not a bad thing, guys. It really isn't. And I just, I would suggest reading some of my articles, educating yourself a little bit more on it and stop letting all these people in the media and all this, this, this stupid shit where, where these people, they don't know about it. Okay. They, they, all they know is, oh my God, he's loading up a syringe and he's sticking himself in his ass cheek the rest of his life. He's going to die. That's fucking bullshit fucking bullshit so anyway that's this podcast hope you learned something and uh until next time take care guys thanks for following it's your man jd and i'm out